And in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. That's the preaching and the teaching of the word. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, the, the whole congregation of believers, the church. And they chose Stephen, the first one they picked. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip, and Procurius, Nicanor, and Timon, and Parmenius, and Nicholas, and Proselyte, of Antioch, whom they set before the apostles, and when they had laid their hands on them, and the word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith, and Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Verse 10, And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake, that is, by which Stephen spake back in verse 9. And they suborned, they bribed, they, they, they got men to lie, which said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words, against Moses and against God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes and came unto him and called him and brought him to the council and set up false witnesses which said, This man ceases not to speak blasphemous words against his holy place and the law. And For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the customs which Moses delivered unto us. And all that sat in the council look, looking steadfastly on him saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. Father, we love you today. Pray, God, you'd help me to preach in the power of the Holy Ghost. Help me, Lord, to mind you and to glorify your name. Help me, Lord, to preach in the power. Oh, God, empty me of flesh and failure and fault and fill me that I might be able to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ and the power and unction of the Holy Ghost. Help me to magnify you. I defeat your sheep and Lord that your will be done. Oh Lord, we'll thank you God for what's accomplished. We know and believe that some are on the threshold of, of moving towards you and some are standing at the crossroads of making a wrong decision. I pray that today will be the day they feel the pulling power of the Holy Ghost submit, repent, and get right with you, Lord. I pray you'd save, you'd touch, you'd stir hearts. In Jesus' name, get glory. And Lord, we'll bow and say thank you for what you do. I sure am unworthy, but you're worthy. Amen. You can be seated. If the Lord would help me for a little while this morning, I want to preach on this thought, looking good. 
Notice what the Bible said in verse number 6. They said, look ye out. The, the preachers are saying, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, Holy Ghost and wisdom that we may appoint over this business. Then in verse 8, they picked out Stephen who was full of faith. It says what he looked like. He was full of faith and power. He did great wonders and miracles among the people. Hey man, they couldn't, this is what you couldn't help but see when you looked at Stephen. Then in verse 15, and all that said at council looked steadfastly on him and they saw his face that had been the face of an angel. Hey, if we do anything for the Lord, then we need to be looking good. Somebody say amen. Hey man, this is the description. The steadfastly, they looked on him and said he looked like an angel. This is a description of someone according to the book of Exodus in 34 and verse 29 who has been in the presence of a holy God. Moses come down off the mountain and they said, man, you've been up there with God. You're scaring us. Put a veil over your face. It's glowing. He looked like one of them glow worms. He'd been hooked up. The juice was on. He got his shine on. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. You see, from Genesis to Revelation, God's always had somebody who looks good. Amen. And Adam, oh, Adam, he was in the garden in Genesis. He was looking good. He had it made in the shade. He was walking with God in the cool of the day. But then sin came in and took his good looks. Moses was looking good. He come down off that mountain shining. I said earlier, he got his shine on. Amen. Abraham was looking good. When he took his son up on the Mount Moriah, amen, and offered him up for a sacrifice. Enoch was looking good in separation when he took and started walking with God and was not. He wasn't an astronaut. He was a was not. Amen. He didn't walk on the moon. He walked on the sun. He wasn't hooked to Houston. He got hooked to heaven. Somebody help me. Amen. Hallelujah. He got closer to God's house and went home with him. He is looking good in his separation. Abraham good in his sacrifice. Moses good in his shine. Oh, Daniel looked good in his steadfastness. They thought him over yonder. The decree went out, said, if you pray, you're gonna be there's gonna be punishment. And guess what? He didn't wait till he heard the decree to start praying. He was already praying. Amen. And just kept doing what he'd always done. I say, God help us if they try to mandate and call us terrorists and call us kooks and crazy. Amen. As Christians, you know what we ought to do? Just keep doing what we always done. Oh, Daniel looked good. Amen. When you consider his in the midst of adversity, he was still steadfast. Oh, John the Baptist, he looked good in his preaching. He looked good. Amen. He looked good before he ever come out of the belly. He was done and turning flips. Amen. And worshiping God inside the womb. And because he worshiped God, his mama got filled with the Holy Ghost. He come out of the womb filled with the Holy Ghost. You explain it. I can't. I just know it happened. The Bible said it. Amen. And his mother got filled with the Holy Ghost. I say hallelujah. If you just get filled with the Holy Ghost, it may affect your mama, your daddy, your kids. Amen. Oh, John the Baptist looking good in his service. Oh, Paul and Silas, they's looking good in their singing. Amen. All they did was try to be faithful and preach. Went and shared the word of God, preached the Bible. He preached the gospel that he once destroyed. He got, hey, he got surrendered one day when he went to 
slaughter. Amen. He saw the sun shining brighter than the sun, fell on his face, got saved, and then he started preaching what he used to try to turn away people from. Amen. And he got thrown in prison, him and old Paul, Paul and Silas, and at midnight, amen, when the lights was out, when it was darker, when he was in a deep dungeon, thank God jailhouse rock before Elvis was ever born. Thank God he went to praise and singing and glorifying God. He was looking good in his service. Amen. I wonder if God looks at you today, he sees you looking good in service. I wonder if he sees you looking good in steadfastness. I wonder, see, I wonder if he could even see a sacrifice in your life. Amen. I tell you what, that old, I can't, I can't get a, before I get in the message, I got to hit over in Acts chapter number three. There's a lame man that when he got his legs, amen, he looked good and he's shouting. Amen. Woo! He went straight to church. Amen. When he got his legs under him and went to leaping and praising God, he went to shouting. I'm telling you, I wonder if God looks down from heaven and sees you looking good in your shouting. Amen. Well, I'm a lady. I can't shout. Where's that at in the Bible? Amen. Amen. I, I, hey, I ain't been saved that long. I'm still a baby in Christ. I can't shout. Where's that in the Bible? John the Baptist did it, and he's still in the womb. Somebody help me. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I thank you. Hallelujah. You can shout and praise God and get beside yourself if you realize you're going to hell and God put the brakes on, tackled you, and burned you in the family and now you're going to heaven and ain't a roadblock the devil can put up to keep you from going it ought to cause you to shout where's you leaping at are you one of them has-beens used to be wished I still could I'm telling you God ain't changed you've changed sir you've changed ma'am jump in the water's fine if I see you close enough I'm going to push you in anyway amen Hallelujah. You say, preacher, you don't understand. I'm in a, I've been separated from everything. I'm separated uh, from everybody. I understand we all feel lonely. But to preach one time on Jesus, the loneliest of the lonely. Ain't nobody was lonely like Jesus was lonely. Do you know God forsook God so man might never be forsaken? There'll never be a time when Jesus will ever turn his back on you. And you can't say that about Jesus. God turned his back on his Amen. He is the loneliest of the lonely. He don't have nobody preaching. Nobody's there to see miracles. Nobody's going to get no bread that day on the cross. But everybody leaves him and he's left alone to suffer and die. Amen. And God turns the light out. Nobody can see him. And the Father turned his back on the Son. And for three hours, he suffered your hell and my hell. Your torment and my torment. Oh, he became sin. You're cussing. You're taking his name in vain. Your adultery, your, amen, got become put on him. He became that. So you can become righteous and holy. Oh, don't tell me. You can't do it. Hey, man, you can look good even in separation. Oh, John Revelator, he's on the Isle of Patmos. Hey, man, he's separated from everything and everybody. They bored him and they couldn't kill him. They tried everything they could to kill him and couldn't until they put him on the 
Isle of Patmos. And while he was on the Isle of Patmos, he didn't quit. He didn't kick. He said, well, I'm away from everything and everybody. All I've ever done is try to serve God. Why do I feel so? That ain't what he did. He got in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. And if you'll just get in the Spirit on the Lord's Day, you can get happy too. And you'll go to looking good in the midst of separation. I say hallelujah. Are you looking good? Are you looking good today? Woo! Amen. I tell you what, we need a spiritual makeup mirror just to see if we're looking good this morning. Amen. I'm preaching on looking good. Ain't, ain't you glad Stephen looked good? In our text, he's a filled man. Hey, a spirit-filled man. Are you full of God or are you full of the world this morning? I feel like preaching there. Wow. Amen. Love not the world, nor the things that are in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. If you're full of the world, you're absent from being filled of God. You can't be filled with both. Are you full of God or full of the world? Somebody help me. Y'all know I'm right, amen. They're laying hands. In Acts chapter number 6 and verse 6, they're laying hands on him. Why, preacher? Why? Because he was looking good before his church. He was a full man. Isn't that what the preacher said? Seek ye out men. Amen. And what would they seek? They seek Stephen first. He was looking good as a full man. Hey, if you'll get filled with the Holy Ghost, you'll look good too. Everybody say amen. 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 Full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. That's what the Bible says. He says, seek ye out men. Uh, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. Who we may appoint over this business. Hallelujah. The Bible says in verse 5 that Stephen was full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. He started preaching. Amen. And disputing. And that crowd couldn't do nothing with him. In verse 10, they were not able to resist the spirit and the wisdom by which he spake. This was a man that was full of scriptures, that was full of the Spirit, and was filled in the midst of the sanctuary. I'm saying he was looking good. Hey, man, looking good in front of his church. I wonder today, are you looking good down at church? Are you sitting there like a buffalo? Or you have to be drug church and drug out? Hey, man, thank God. Hallelujah. I'll tell you what, I'd come to church, and if I had it all against everybody in Spartanburg County, I'd forgive them for I walked in the door. I wouldn't let no all keep me from worship. <laughs> I tell you what, if everybody done me wrong, if every preacher and the word I thought was a crook, I wouldn't care. When I came to church, I'd worship hammered out. Somebody say amen. Are you looking good? I'm talking about you individually, sir, ma'am. Young people, are you looking good in front of your church? Are you, are you full of faith? Are you full of wisdom? Are you full of scripture? Are you full of the spirit? And God wants you to be filled with the spirit. Hey, Ben, be not drunk with wine, when his excess, but be filled with the spirit. That means to be filled to the fullest. That means to have it all around you. That's what happened when you got saved. You got baptized. Hey, man, but thank God filled means it ain't just all around you. That ain't just what you're a part of, but it's in you. He controls everything about you. You see, a drunk man don't care what people think about him when he's drunk. He's 10 foot tall and bulletproof. He don't care if you like what he's saying. He don't care. Amen. Amen, preacher. 
I don't know if I've ever been filled with the Holy Ghost. If you've ever been drunk, you don't have to have somebody tell you whether you've been drunk or not. And if you've ever been filled with the Holy Ghost, you don't have to tell him I am. Check your spiritual dipstick this morning and see if a tumbleweed falls out. Or if you're full of the oil, the Holy Ghost, we gotta be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Preach on, preacher. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, that transformer out there that brings the power to this church can't function. There'll be no power without oil in it. Your car couldn't have brought you here. You'd have traveled nowhere if it didn't have oil in it. And a Christian can't do nothing without oil. Somebody say amen. Hey man, I'm, are you looking good today? Do you have the scripture in your heart, in your mind? Can you quote it? Can you preach it? This old boy preached it. Hey man, I'll show you just a little bit, but in case I don't get back, he spends the whole chapter, hey man, up to talking about from Abraham all the way to Moses and brings it right down to their present day. How I mean he preached the whole Bible in one message and called that crowd a bunch of stiff necked and uncircumcised in heart. What I'm saying church, amen, he knew the scriptures. He was full of faith and wisdom. Amen, he was looking good. Is everybody with me? He's looking good. Are you looking good? Here's a question for you today. Can the church see you looking good during church service? Can the church see you looking good during your service out in the world? The, I'm telling you, he looked good in front of his church. Look at Acts chapter number 6, verse 8 through 12. He's looking good not only as a full man, he's looking looking good as a faithful man. Hey man, hey man, he's a faithful man. That's what the book says. Hey man, at verse number 8, let's look. And Stephen full of faith and power. He know where Stephen was, everywhere he is supposed to be. I wonder if your preacher looks at you. Hey man, I wonder if the church looks at you as an asset. I wonder if the church looks at you as somebody they, they feel like the church will not be what it needs to be without you being a part of it. Or they feel like you one of them leeches that all you do is take and don't never give. I'm telling you what, we ought to all come in this church. I, I, I think about this sometimes. Had a woman call me and said, I just want to know what kind of things do you have for our young people? I said, well, we don't look for people who's looking for the church to give them something. We're looking for people who's wanting to give the church something. Somebody say amen. Hey man, we're looking for folks that's wanting to be a part of something, not looking to take everything. Amen. But by the way, here's what we got. Preaching and then teaching and then old-fashioned singing and worshiping and shouting and then uh, what else you got? Preaching and then old-fashioned singing and preaching and shouting and, and visitation and knocking on doors and uh, y'all got programs. I said, yeah, we like to have Bible school something and Bible school, what we used to do is preaching and teaching and old-fashioned shouting and worship. Hey, man, is everybody okay? Is everybody all right? Great God in heaven, we ain't got no trains set out in the parking lot. Hey man, you ought not to have to have Ferris wheel. To get, is everybody okay? I believe we ought to have Bible school. We're going to have it this coming Saturday. We're going to have bounce out. We're going to have a time. But the main theme of it is sound doctrine, preaching and teaching, shouting and singing. Woo! Amen! Hallelujah! Here's a man looking good in front of his church. Number two. 
He's not only looking good in front of his church, he's looking good in front of the council. <laughs> That's what the book says. Hey, man, notice what the Bible says. Hey, man, they suborn men. Uh, and we have heard him speak blasphemous words uh, against Moses and against God. Uh, and they stirred up the elders, uh, uh, the people and the elders and, and the scribes and came in upon him, caught him and brought him to the council. He's still looking good in front of the council. He didn't quit when he left church. I say amen. Everybody seems to be turning against him. He's still looking good. He's full of faith doing wonders. He's full of faith preaching the word of God. He's full of faith, amen, being faithful. He Listen, when trouble comes, will you still be looking good? When things happen in your life that you don't want to happen and all you've done is try to serve God, will you still be looking good? Hey, man, I've been through all kind of trouble in my life. I've faced every, every kind of circumstance you can possibly think or been with others who faced other things. I've been there with them. I know it's hard. I know it's rough sometimes, but through it all, God wants you to keep looking good. He's looking for somebody that'll stand out in the crowd, not try to blend in, and just be different and look good in face of opposition. Amen. It didn't matter. You ought to see our position as an opportunity. Stephen did. When he could have given an account of his innocence, he just preached the Bible. I say amen. He said, no, I, this is an opportunity. I'm preaching to a crowd I'll never get the chance to preach to again. I say, glory to God. And isn't it funny that in Acts chapter 6, verse number 11, it tells us where some of this crowd was. And did you realize it showed us in, verse, in chapter 6, before we get to chapter 7, and we see that, that them people that stoned Stephen ended up putting their coats down at Paul's feet, at Saul's feet at that time, later will become Paul. But before that, it told us in chapter 6. Notice what the Bible says. It said that some of these people are from Cilicia. That is the town from where Saul, later who would become Paul and wrote the majority of the New Testament, that's where he was from. And this crowd came. Isn't it funny that it's always religious resistors who are going to cause you the most trouble and bring you before the council. You'll never have trouble much against lost people. They know they're lost, especially them that are just out and out lost, out here in the bars, out here. Hey, them folks, they'll respect you most of them will love you if I got any conscience at all. They'll appreciate you for being different. They won't try to knock you down, but you get some religious people and they'll say you carrying it too far. They didn't like that crowd that shouted. They said, don't you hear how they're carrying on? Why don't you calm them down? Amen. The only loud things we want around here is our amps and contemporary music. Say amen. Con. It's fake. Temporary won't last. Somebody say amen. That's the only thing uh, that we won't loud. We don't want nobody shouting. Uh, we don't want, can you hear? Hey, shut them up. Hey, Jesus said, listen, if they don't do it, the stones is going to cry out for me. We ought to come in church once in a while with a piece of gravel and hold it throughout the service and think, well, if I don't shout, this rock is going to shout. And uh, you ought to, I like what, I like what Seth said. He said he wants to teach a message one day over our own and everything that happened. Praise the Lord. He said, test. 
Yep, I should be praising. Amen. Are y'all breathing today? Anybody not breathing? This is fun. Anybody not breathing? Lift your hand. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Everybody that's breathing, lift your hand. Then you ought to be praising the Lord. What's your excuse? What's your problem? You still know what your name is. You still can go home on your own. You can take care of yourself. You don't have to have caregivers take care of you. You can still lift your hands. You can still run the aisles. You can still say, Glory to God. Woo! What's wrong with us? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He was looking good. And even in front of a council, he's still looking good. He's still preaching. He ain't ashamed. He's standing for what's right. Not only is he looking good in front of his church, not only is he looking good in the face of opposition in front of the council, but lastly, he's looking good, thank God, where it counts before Christ. Amen. Look over in Acts chapter 7. Amen. In verse 56. Hey man, verse 54, we'll start. When they heard these things, uh, they were cut to the heart. What did they hear? Well, they heard a message that took them all the way back to Abraham, brought them down through Joseph, through Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, brought them all the way back down, hey man, to David. And then he looked at them and he said this. He said, you have killed the just one. It's the just one. Y'all resisted the Holy Ghost. You're stiff-necked. You're uncircumcised. And Stephen said, and the Bible says when they heard these things, they were cutting the heart and gnashed on him with their teeth. And he, that is Stephen, being full of the Holy Ghost, he's still full. He was full at church. He was full down at the council. Bible said his face shone like an angel. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I say amen. And he's full. Thank God when he's fixing to be at rock to sleep. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says him looked steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God in Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said, Behold, I see the heavens open, the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. And they cried out. with a loud voice stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord, cast him out of the city and stoned him and witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul would become Paul and they stoned Stephen calling upon God and saying Lord Jesus receive my spirit he could have condemned them he could have cursed them he could have said you're killing me unjustly but that ain't what he said he said receive my spirit then look what he said in verse 60 and he did now cry with a loud voice lay not this sin to their charge and when he had said this he fell asleep I'm glad he's looking He's looking good, not just at church, not just at the council opposition, but he's looking good. Hey, man, <laughs> he's looking good in front of Christ. And friend, that's where it counts. He might not never get applause of men. You may not get the appreciation of men, but he's already told us in Philippians 2 that we're to shine as lights in the world. That's the stars. The stars don't never get applause. They don't never say, I appreciate you. We don't, never, we don't even think about them. But they still stay in their socket and do what they've been created to do. And God says you should shine like that. Whether anybody appreciates you, whether anybody applauds you, you ought to do it anyway. And Stephen is doing just that. He's looking good where it counts in front of Christ. Are y'all with me today? <laughs> Notice this. 
We can see it obvious in his voice. We can see it obvious in his vision. Notice him being full of the Holy Ghost looked in heaven and saw Jesus standing on the right hand. I preached the message there one time on Jesus. Don't take things sitting down. The Bible says he sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. When he purged our sins, when he paid our sin debt, amen, and he rose and ascended back to heaven on the taxi uber cloud, he sat down on the on his own right hand. Y'all get that later. God's the only one can sit down on his own right hand. He's the only one can be everywhere and still show up. Y'all get that in a minute. Amen. Preach on, preacher. Amen. And the Bible said he sat down, but Stephen sees him standing up because he don't take the mistreatment of his preachers and the mistreatment of them that's looking good sitting down. He'll stand up. He don't take, hey, when, when one of his saints die and are martyred for what they believe, when they look good leaving, <laughs> As much as they look good staying, he'll stand up as if to say, this is the abundant entrance. This is the Lord standing up. When one of his people come home, when we stand up, when generals come in the room in the army, but Jesus stood up when one of his preachers come home, somebody ought to say amen. He had a vision, amen. I'm gonna tell you what you'll do if you just keep looking good. When everything's going wrong, when they're out to get you and kill you, you'll get a vision of him. Somebody say amen. That's the Bible right there, King James Bible. Amen, but he's not just looking good in his vision. He's looking good with his voice. The Bible said he preached from Abraham uh, to Jacob to Joseph to Jesus and brings it right on home, said they killed. And you don't even believe in the coming of the just one. He's talking about Jesus, amen. He's preaching to him. He blamed them for crucifying him. He says, your fathers did what you're doing. Just like your fathers, you're resisting the Holy Ghost. Just like the crowd before you, you're acting just like that crowd. They killed the prophets, y'all killed Jesus. They, amen. They killed that one. They killed the, of those who were telling of the coming one. And y'all killed the coming one. Y'all in the same boat. You're resisting. You're stiff necked. You're uncircumcised. And, all. and you know what the Bible says? He's, he's, he is looking good in his voice. That ain't all he looked good at. See, he wasn't ashamed of his position. When he is a deacon, he wasn't ashamed of being a deacon. He was. Thank God he's the first one. When, when he was preaching, he wasn't ashamed of being a preacher. You said, preacher, I'm ashamed. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. If you clean the gutters out, which we need. If you clean the gut, I said, well, which we need. Somebody help me. Amen. Well, hey, man, we, if you clean the gutters out, you ought to thank God for your gutter cleaning position. Hey, hey man, that I get to do something for God. If you pressure wash the side which we need, you ought to thank God that I get to pressure wash the side. Hey, man, if you wash toilets, you ought to thank. If you get to vacuum, if you get to dust, if you get to sing in the choir, if you get to sing a special, it ought not be. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and tell Brother Greg publicly. If somebody acts like, well, I mean, if you really want me to, don't let them sing. I, we don't need nobody to sing like that. 
If you got a drag, pull, big, and plead, we don't need nobody to sing like that. There's plenty of folks around here that want to sing. If they can't carry a tune in a bucket and have to take a bucket, a wash bucket, tap it with their feet to keep time and sing, Jesus love me. I'd rather them do that. I'd rather them sound like that. Thank God and have God on them. Somebody help me. Woo! You ought to be excited about doing something for God. I'm telling you right now, he wasn't ashamed of his position. He wasn't ashamed of his passion. Amen. He did miracles and wonders and signs. He was full of the Holy Ghost. Can you imagine a man so full of the Holy Ghost? They didn't even just did miracles and wonders on accident. <laughs> you didn't go around to saying, well, I'm going to go do a miracle. You just went and preached and miracles and wonders were done. Amen. Hey, man, think, what's a miracle? Souls getting saved. What's a miracle? Hey, man, saints getting right. What's a miracle? Homes being put together. What's a miracle? Hey, man, blinded eyes getting open. Hey, man, dead raising. Hey, hey, man. I say glory to God, the cripple walking. That's all miracles. Thank God for what he did in my life. It's an everyday miracle. It ain't been too long I've seen a miracle because I've seen it this morning when I got up and he still let me live even though I was a mess. It's a miracle that I still get to preach. I say amen. Amen. I'm just glad I get to do it. Woo. Hey, he wasn't ashamed of his passion. I bet you he is a shouting preacher. I guarantee you he is a preacher. He didn't care. Hey, man, they think you're nuts and crazy. Holy roller. <laughs> Holy, I'm trying to be. Rolling, I'm going somewhere. Thank you. Amen. Bible thumper, I believe in it. And I hope I can thump it and live it. Amen. I want to be one of them. I want to be one of them. That's doing something for the glory of God. If the crazy crowd don't ever mock you, you ain't doing nothing. Amen. Is everybody okay? No, this crowd today, you know, we don't want to offend nobody. We ain't going to pick sides. Fooey on that. Pick sides. If you don't pick sides, both are going to shoot you. Amen. Amen. He wasn't ashamed of his passion. He wasn't ashamed of precepts. He quoted Old Testament scripture. He quoted scripture after scripture after scripture. Hey man, Abraham's story, Joseph's story, Moses' story, the temple story. He went through the temple, the tabernacle. He quoted scripture on it. And then he brought it down to personal application. I mean, he made it plain, friend. He wasn't ashamed of preaching. Thank God. Listen, church, I'm asking you this. Are you looking good before the church? Are you looking good before for the opposing counsel. Are you looking good where it counts? Hey, man, Jesus said, hey, I receive no honor from them, but I know you that you have not the love of God in you. He said, if all you seek is the honor of men, you don't have the love of God in you. I wonder today, are you looking good where it counts before Christ? That's all that matters, amen. Woo, looking good, looking good. Hey, man, you know how you can start looking good? Get saved. You can look good when you get saved. <laughs> Woo! Amen. Hallelujah. Looking good. Paul kicked it in the high gear. Hallelujah. He's over there in prison. Man, they've been persecuted. He's preached. His back's beaten. And he kicks it in high gear. 
It goes to praising and singing God. Boy, he looks good when he's in there in prison. John the Baptist was looking good in preaching, and he got beheaded. Daniel was looking good in his praying, and he got thrown in the den of lions. Church, I'm not saying it's going to be a bed of roses, but I am going to say when Paul kicked it into high gear down there, do you know what he got? He got a direct line to heaven, and we know he did because he tells us in Hebrews, we can come boldly to the throne of grace. You know where he learned that? He learned it by experience when he was down there in the prison. Amen. And he prayed for that crowd. And you know what happened? The crowd that beat him is the crowd that put the salve on his back. That crowd that threw him in prison watched over him. It's the, it's the crowd that got saved and his family got saved. Great God in it. I wonder if you have enough love of God that them that persecute you, beat you, and mistreat you, that you win them to the Lord. Somebody say amen. I'm talking about looking good. He's looking good that he's saved. He's looking good that he's serving. He's like, hey, I'm and great God, Stephen looking good when he was shipping out. Oh, God. Oh, let's sit around. I'll shout for everybody. He's looking good when he's shipped out. You know what, church? I pray to God. I ain't a has-been. I used to be. I was wondering what's wrong with him. Why ain't he shouting? Why ain't he praying? Why ain't he testifying? I never want nobody to think that. And when that box is laid right here in front of here, and I'm laid in this box, I don't want my kids to say, well, the evidence says bad. Well, the evidence says good. I want them to say, boy, daddy, he tried his best to look good when he was at the church, when he was in front of the council, but he stuck with the stuff. Woo! My old daddy's in heaven. Hallelujah. Are you looking good? Are you looking good today? Amen. I want to be praying like Daniel, praising like Paul. Preaching like John. Amen. I want to peacefully leave like Stephen. Amen. Amen. Live for Jesus. Amen. Love Jesus. And leave with Jesus. Look good. Even when you're leaving. That's what I sure want to do. I thought about this. Brother. I want to be looking good. And sometimes looks are deceiving. Am I right? Well, they look like they got it all together. But inside, they eat up. See, that wasn't Stephen. Holy Ghost was specific to tell us. He wasn't just good on the outside. He was full of God on the inside. He wasn't just, he wasn't just full of favor. He was full of faith. Is, that, is everybody with me? Hey, he just didn't have scripture up here. He let the scripture come out here. Everywhere he went, he was a walking testimony of what looking good meant in front of Jesus, in front of the council, and in front of church. Are you looking good? Here, here's what I'm saying. Sometimes them cars at the shows, they look good, but we ain't crank. I think that's why God... Gave us an owner's manual. <laughs> so when we get to skipping, church, missing, church, knocking, preacher, amen, running hot, causing mad at everybody, or running low on the water, we can take the owner's manual out. Hey, we can get a tune up. <laughs> and if you can't find it in here, thank God. You can talk and talk to the manufacturer. <laughs> Are y'all listening to this preacher? Y'all pull in real close. 
Hey, are you looking good this morning? If you ain't, pull out the owner's manual. Woo! Pull out the owner's manual. Let's see what's going on. Maybe a spark plug's fouled out. Maybe you got fouled up because you fouled out. Somebody say, hey, maybe you one of them old, old models and the points need to be cleaned up. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Hey, man, that negative side is always tight, but maybe that positive side of the battery needs to be cleaned up. That's the cross, the positive side. The negative side's the world. It never needs clean. It's always tight. Uh, but you need to tighten that thing up on the positive side. You've let it get a little loose. Uh, it's dirty. It's clean. Uh, you need to hey, I put you through Holy Ghost conviction and confession and repentance. That's that wire brush on you. Are y'all hear me? It's three elements that make up battery work. And it's the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost that makes you work. You need to check the manual. See if everything's okay. Let's all stand. Maybe your headlights ain't lined up. Y'all listen.